0: Welcome to another episode of the Book More Show. It's Stuart Bell here with Betsy Vaughan. Betsy, how's it going?
1: Fantastic, Stuart Bell. How are you?
0: Very good, thank you. Although immediately slightly distracted because out of the window at the house here is the the road in front of the house and it's a one-way street, but... Like, maybe a third of the traffic doesn't believe it's a one way street, so it constantly comes down the (laughs) wrong way. And a truck came down here the wrong way yesterday, which caused all sorts of problems. And a car's just was parked outside the house, but just turned around and went the wrong way. Anyway,
1: at what point (laughs) do they realize it? I mean, like when there's a car coming towards them? Yeah, no one seems to care.
0: I had to uh, start off with a bit of a catch up because it's a little while since we've recorded so with all move across I had to do a driving test so get a learner's permit (laughs) despite driving for 25 years get a learner's permit and do a driving test across it and it definitely seems to be the case that road signs are advisory rather than instructions here whereas in in the UK it seems to be a little bit more prescriptive.
1: Yeah, I would say so. You know, you just sort of (laughs) People kind of just do what they want, you know, you're yeah, right. Yeah. One way, whatever. Let me just it's convenient, I'll just go this way instead. You know Because
0: obviously why would it apply to you? Because it's more convenient. Right. Than the other, the other direction. That's
1: a one anyway. way for everybody but me, yes. Yeah, Isn't yeah, exactly. Way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so catch up catch up the yeah. way. Let's crack on with some work. Um so today we are gonna talk about what's the best way of describing this? I shot a quick video and posted it on the facebook page the other day i'm not sure how many people listening follow the facebook page we don't put that much stuff up there but definitely trying to do that a little bit more now than, than we have in the past and use it for the more kind of ad hoc um little pieces of of advice or thoughts or suggestions that, that come up in the in the day-to-day stuff so if you're not already head over to facebook.com forward slash 90 minute books and and follow along there but the short video that i posted there was talking about a call i had earlier in the week where it really came. The, the gist of the conversation moved towards using the book as an asset at various points in the funnel and not just at the, the top end, the entry point. So we talk a lot about the funnel being a great way to get people to raise their hands, making visible prospects visible. So it's all this top of the funnel stuff, that beginning of the conversation, but it's just as valid in the funnel and at other points or to use with people who are already on the list. And once it's created, and once any assets created, really, not just the book, but anything, you've got the opportunity to look around and see where you can use that in other funnels or other communication touch points. So I just wanted to dive into that a little bit deeper mm-hmm. today. I, I'm not sure whether we've ever really talked about it here. Uh, we've obviously talked about it quite a lot, but I'm not sure whether we've ever talked about it here. And if we have, its not it hasn't been recently. So I think no, it's yeah. revisiting.
1: I think it's definitely worth revisiting. I think you said some good things that people, you know we'll we'll grab onto there so let's dive in
0: perfect um we wrote a book or i wrote a book a couple of years ago now It came off the back of a webinar that we did called um (laughs) called something i've completely blanked on the name of um what was the name of the webinar anyway it doesn't matter Uh, the book we call kind of hot prospects um just okay, yeah, yeah. into the, the nature of it and really it was an exercise to to demonstrate on the on the webinar how easy something is to create so it literally was that talk presentation edited um going into it. i knew it was going to we were going to do that record it as a book so it was it was fit for purpose in that sense edited up and and captured together so one of the modules in there talked about this idea of multiple funnels so if you think about a regular campaign, you'd have the touch point at the beginning, the starting position, and then they'd people would opt in and then you'd move them through the email sequences, um, educating and motivating people over time to to take the next step. And we've certainly talk, talked about that over the last couple of shows recently. This idea mm-hmm. of the initial touch point is, is the start of the process, but really it's the majority of people who convert at a later date rather than the minority who convert immediately so it's well worth making sure that you kind of orchestrate that funnel and go through but when you think about it creating those assets so let's think about what those could be so the book obviously at the at the top of the funnel the thing that people can opt in for further down the process you might heard us talking about uh, scorecards and scorecard books so we've got those on the breakthrough blueprint side and the 90 minute book side and the listing agent lifestyle side so this is another thing another way that people can score themselves across or against a framework that you've defined in order to evidence their own position and and identify that they are in a position to want the next steps it could also be reports or video content or audio content or infographics all of the things we talk about in the beyond the book type um Uh, mindset of the book blueprint scorecard all the things these things that you can initially create to lead people in that educational motivational stage to take them step by step and amplify the points they make but each of these things that you create is an asset in its own right and in the first mix in the first plan we're talking or setting up the the funnel the process in a kind of a a linear way assuming people will join at the front and then go through stage by stage but it doesn't take too much of an imagination to think that okay over time as that list of asset builds then you've got the opportunity of introducing people in different ways so let's take scorecards as an example Mm-hmm. scorecards we talk about in the model I just described as a kind of educational and motivational piece. It amplifies the the things that you've already talked about in the manifesto book to begin with. We use it as a, as a profit activator three tool, not a profit activator two tool. So rather than getting people to raise their hand, it's to educate and motivate them towards that next step. But once you've got that audience built, once those names are collected, over time, you'll be attracting audiences from other people. You might have opportunities to speak in other contexts where that that talk, either on someone else's podcast or webinar or live on stage or a small business events or a meetup group or all of these ways where you can get in front of the audience and really talk through the content of the book, talk through the the kind of manifesto, the explaining piece. So then you're left with, okay, well what's the what's the opportunity to get people to opt in and and join the the overall funnel, overall overall list or campaign. And a scorecard is a great way of doing that because it builds on the thing that you've already had the opportunity to talk about. So if it wasn't a scorecard, it might be an amplification piece of one of the points that you're talking about. So it might be an infographic to demonstrate um a particular point or illustrate a particular point that you're trying to make in the talk or the the book that you've already written. It might be a white paper that goes on to further explain one particular part of the puzzle or one particular um slightly more not scientific, but slightly more um, numbers-based element of of the thing that you're talking about. So in the retail model, um, the real estate model rather, mm-hmm. it might not be a white paper as such, but it might be more of an explanatory report talking about house prices within a certain subsector or a certain community that could be backed up with a little bit of anecdotal information, backed up with data on house price sales in that particular area, The often referred to Jim Hacking and their immigration business. So, a report on um, fiance visas, a report on um, H1B1 work based visas, that data driven thing that is. Nicely positioned in a report that supports the premise the the approach that you 're trying to highlight in the book in the first place, all of these additional things can later be used as assets to introduce people and get them to opt in in the first place so you 've got the opportunity to speak about the the, the broader subject and then asking people to opt into something the something can be because remember we still want a cookie to get people to opt into mm-hmm. and that cookie can be the report that was a lot of words to start off with so that, that so far.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i was i was following that and i was just yeah so i'm i'm just thinking about those things and and that you brought up and those are all great things. And I'm just thinking about why people are hesitant to not, it just seems like a no brainer. So why are people so hesitant to, to not provide this you know, information, you know, because I think, I think people, people get lost. They just don't, I don't And, I, and seems, I don't want to say it's lazy. It's just, they don't do it.
0: And I think a couple of things. So from kind of five years of, of doing this now, three years of doing this now, five years, I'm losing track of time. Anyway, in the number of years, of I've been doing, doing this it
1: three, now, three, do you know that I came to this conversation oh, three yeah, years ago today? Yeah. Is it today? It, it is today. today. God, three we were talking about that early like in the week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A special anniversary episode. <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, yeah, so anyway, yeah. So you've been doing it long. Congratulations to uh, Etsy.Vaughan <laughs> at 90minutebooks.com. Um, yeah. So five <laughs> years, five years we've been yes, doing for it for this for now. In that time, in talking to people, it's typically one of two or three things that is always the case. And sometimes people kind of explicitly say it, and sometimes people kind of, it comes out in conversation. And sometimes it's kind of, it's a, it's an undertone of the conversation, but, but you can tell. And I think that falls into, number one, not thinking about it. This is easy for us to think about because this is day in, day out what we do. True. So it's easy for us to think about and spend time thinking about the bigger picture. Not everyone has that luxury of time or the luxury of expertise to be able to think about how the bigger thing fits in. I think connected to that is also a lot of, I just want to get this done. I'm, I'm, I know this is something I should do. I'm going to do it. I just want it done. But so often, not just this, but in many, many things it's the, the mental effort is taken up with doing it and then mm-hmm. you kind of just want to move on to the next thing and be done with it and not have to think about, okay, well, that's really the, the the beginning piece is now done, the things created, but actually how I use it then and how I can use it going forwards is something that people don't want to think about because they've kind of exhausted their mental supply that's why the beyond the book book that we send out to the clients to mm-hmm. think about how you could use it afterwards. That's why a lot of the stuff that we talk about here, the strategy calls that we do for the pro customers, all of that is around, okay, the, the the doing it's great, but that's just executional. That's why you've come to us in the first place to get that execution piece done. But the real, the rubber hits the road when you start using it. And I think uh, for a lot of people, that's just one mental step too far mm-hmm. to begin with. Um, and I think the third thing that comes up is, again, not really a lack of imagination isn't the right way of describing it either, but just a not really thinking about how they could do it. So when we talk to people about, okay, so you wrote this thing in the book that talked about these numbers, why not write a, write a white paper to, or, or write a, re, a special report, which really is exactly the same information, but you're just positioning it in a slightly different way. You may be including a couple of more... Um, Desired elements to it. Maybe there's a couple more chart elements to it that it didn't make sense or it, um, weren't ready in time to put in the book. But adding mm-hmm. those things afterwards, I, yeah, it, if you like the I, uh, content that's already gone into it, it's a very small additional step. But it is something that people rarely think about because, well, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I don't think about including those additional things. Um,
1: well, you know, I think that we had somebody recently who did a book and um, he had these random links throughout, you know, to these videos. And right. when I was double checking, I'm like, you yeah, there's these don't go anywhere. And so he's like, I know they don't, but they will by the time this book is finished, you know, right. and he said because that was his goal. He's like, I will have this finished, you know, um, I have to do this. And, and it was it was important information because he was, you know, talking about it throughout the book. And. Um, and it was sort of – it put the pressure on him to to go back to and make sure that done. he did these. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so um, and I thought, about you
0: know, that way the, to do it. Exactly. And that is so beneficial on so many levels. So we're, we're thinking and talking about creating those additional assets that you can use in different ways. We're talking about kind of remixing the funnel so the starting point at the top isn't always the book. But the book could appear in the funnel at some point to – amplify and reinforce the message. And really what we're aiming to do all the way through this process is identify invisible prospects, get them to raise their hand, educate and motivate them over time to make that decision to take the next step. And where possible... Kind of track and keep an eye on those fil- on those people who are filtering themselves to show as hotter versus colder. So, if you can imagine in your CRM system, as all of these people are in in there at the first level, so they've got kind of one level of one bar against their name because they've opted in for the first thing, but. If they then clicked on a link that showed them one of these videos that we were talking about just now, Mm -hmm. one of the videos to emphasize the point, that gives them another tick because you can track that link click. They watch a second one and it's a second click, a third one and it's a third click. So they then go on to download and and re-opt into a, a scorecard or special report. So that's a fourth or fifth tick. When you're going back through the all of the list of people that you could deal with the list of people that you want to send a nine word email to a a kind of a spear email, short personal expecting reply, just as in the way that we say that the book is a great way of identifying invisible prospects. So from the whole of the planet, here's a group of people who are broadly interested. Now we're getting to the point where we can identify groups of people, subsets of people who are specifically interested. So if someone's, opened every email that you sent them, clicked on every link, then they're a much more likely prospect, a much more engaged prospect than someone that never clicked on anything after opening or after engaging with that first piece. So having these additional pieces, ideally pieces that amplify the message that you already do it, not going off on a tangent somewhere, but kind of reinforcing that message, taking people, educating people closer and closer to the subject by providing a deeper dive on information or more context, then all of these things, compared with doing nothing or compared with doing something random, all of these things are dialing in that focus and turning that spotlight on the people who are self-selecting all the way through this process. Because remember, everything that we've talked about so far once you've created those assets, then the campaign in your, in your CRM or the way you have your website set up, can be automatically identifying all of these pieces. So in the bigger picture, it's just from that initial seed of an idea, which in the context that we're talking about is the book, you're then able to create a set of assets, a set of things that you can offer to people that either... Identify them as more more, um, more interested, more engaged, a hotter prospect, or gives you more ways of introducing them in the first place and getting them to raise their hand. So I want to elaborate a little bit more on that second point as mm-hmm. well. But, but in terms of that, um, getting those X-ray specs, being able to identify the hotter prospects from the colder prospects, does that, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it makes total sense to me, you know. Perfect.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, looking at that second point I was making there, the once you've got the assets created, there's various ways of of using those to introduce people. That's really the conversation I was having the other day with um with the guys on the phone, and and that's the point that I want to illustrate here or, or reinforce here is not necessarily thinking about the funnel just as a linear piece. <laughs> so. As we said, when we started the call, you may be in a situation where you've got a chance to speak at an event or be at someone's podcast, or you've got access to an audience that isn't necessarily your audience, but offering them the book might not be the right thing for a variety of reasons. It might be that you've already, they already know that content because it's an audience you're already talking to. It might be that, um, you're actually going through all of the content, so you don't feel like you want to just give them the same thing that they've they've already got. Although, to be honest, I'm not sure whether that's such a valid concern. I think I'd always offer it because it is, it is, particularly if you've got physical copies of the book, it's, it's something tangible. But these are other assets, being able to point people towards the video, and you structure that so that it's behind something that people opt in for pulling the data out and creating a report so that that is something that people can opt in for. And at each of these opt-in points, then having the rest of the funnel behind it that kind of follows that flow of, I know how I want to educate and motivate people over time. So I know these are the seven steps, but it's just that first one that's getting swapped out. So it's not always the book necessarily, but the book appears further down in the list then to kind of reinforce the, the message just thinking about that that remixing of the funnel model of having multiple entry points that lead into similar-ish funnels on the back end so it's easy to manage. We're not talking about reinventing the wheel every time. But thinking in terms of that, doing the work, once to create it, but then being able to amplify the message and reinforce the message and increase the number of entry points is a great way of not just getting stuck in that single funnel mentality and the things that you can create to back that up are all the things that we've we've already talked about and any number of variations off that. I mean, it's definitely not the case that everyone should start shooting video because for some people it's, super uncomfortable or the barrier to entry is too high Mm -hmm. or they're just not interested in it. So if that's the case, then maybe try audio because for a lot of people that's quick and easy to do and it's a lower technical overhead. I mean, at the end of the day, you can just record a voice memo on your phone and and use that as the audio, stick that up on a site somewhere. Um, It could be you can use services like Fiverr to get uh, infographic created based off some data that you've got Um, ideally it would be data that's kind of unique to your business that no one else has got access to because you're Mm. remixing it yourself and adding in your own insights to it. But if it's just industry-wide data, then you can use that same, I assume you've got permissions, but use that same data, but add your own analysis to it or commentary to it and that's what makes it valuable. Then whatever it is that you can create, it's less of an issue of what it is and it's more of an issue of, picking something easy that's that's achievable for you to do, for you to create, either because you're comfortable doing it already or you've got people on the team that can do it or you can easily find an outsourcer to do it. Um, the one it is is less important than the fact that you do do it. And then once you have done it and you've got those assets, mixing them in various ways is... Into funnels that can identify invisible prospects at the front, and then educate and motivate them over the time by providing the all of the other pieces that they didn't opt in for initially, to identify those hotter prospects rather than colder prospects.
1: Brian, do you need to take a drink of water?
0: <laughs> can you tell my voice was kind of being <laughs> quieter by the end of that
1: paragraph? <laughs> that's, that's it. I was in take a for you. Yeah. Well, I think for people, you gave some great ideas, like, because I think sometimes it's overwhelming to think like, oh, video, like, that's not me. That's not who I am. That's putting myself out there too much. And, and again, it's, it's too much, but okay, but I can, it's simple to, to hit the button and record something quickly, you know, and that I can do, you know, that that's easier for people, you know? So I think there's some, you gave some ideas there for people to think a little bit, um, outside
0: the box you know yeah and i think that whole thing exactly as you are saying that kind of outside of the box of what you'd normally be thinking about and it's almost handy it should create um this might get lost in translation a little bit but when you were a little kid did you ever like those books that were kind of cut in three horizontally or four and then there'd be a head at the top and then a torso and then legs and you kind of oh yeah them over and that you'd you create like different things or the game that you I've it with the kids around here the other day um over the summer that where you kind of fold a piece of paper in, in four and one person draws a head and the other person draws the body and um, right and, and you then come you up open with it up at the yeah. end yeah yeah you can almost do with the same thing for assets like funnel assets in fact if someone yeah. steals this idea and does it before me feel free but uh at some point but on the one thing on the on the top line you could start with the piece of information so the 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 nugget of the idea that you want to share and then on the next line down you can have the 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 type the the asset class if you like the, the thing that you're going to create so audio video image infographic blog post Special report. Um what other things might there be? Um post. Can't think that's oh Instagram yeah. video, Facebook video, tweet, um, interview. And as you listen to this, think about it, ten more of your ten I'm via sure, via yeah. But as a separate exercise, rather than thinking, okay, I've got this piece of information. What should it be? Which automatically narrows and filters and sifts and sorts you, your thinking. You kind of, you can't help but get constrained by the delivery when you're thinking about, okay, I've got this. What can I do with this? Rather than as a separate exercise, write down all the asset classes that you could possibly imagine for any potential type of content. So when you come back to it, then at a later date, You've got on the top half just writing the thing, and on the bottom half, just flick through all of the different options, and I think that would be a great way of end, yeah. yeah, because it removes the constraints. The one job of work you're doing is thinking about okay all of the all of the nuggets, all of the things that you could write or or create to amplify the message that you've already made, so that's one job, and your mind can entirely just think about, okay, what are the things that could get created, and then there's a second task and as a one-off but that you can reuse later okay these are all the things that um as i'm talking now my imac's gone to gone to sleep and the the screen's gone into the um apple tv um video backgrounds uh-huh. so it's like a flyover of some dock somewhere so i mean you've even got silly things like science skywriting in the sky with a plane right. or dragging one of those banners that you see dragged along the beach behind a plane or right. postcards yeah. or flyers or mail letter actual mail delivery pieces um tv ads radio commercials speaking opportunities um all of these i mean even now we've just done it evidenced in the last kind of 90 seconds we started off with the list of six or seven which were the ones that immediately sprang to mind and then we kind of ran into a pause a little bit and then in the background our minds have been continuing on and another 10 things have just popped up Uh so as you're listening to this do that as an exercise in fact how we're 26 minutes in i'm going to do something unprecedented and say, we're going to end there because that I oh. think <laughs> that as an end point for people to stop listening now and take the extra 10 minutes that we might be whittling on for um, to to just go through that, just write a list of don't think about the content, just think about all the possible asset classes or delivery mechanisms or, or ways of kind of bundling up this information and just take the next 10 minutes and write down as many as possible because that list will be invaluable and serve you for years and years and years to come. And you can always add to it. And then when you're thinking about, okay, I've written this book that talks about the five bullet points to my plan or the eight mindsets of of how to write a book. For each of those eight mindsets, what asset class, what thing can I create to amplify that message even more? Having done this exercise, you'll have a list of, 10 to 30 possibilities and then you don't need to worry about it or think about it over time. You can write people's names next to it as the experts. You can Mm -hmm. do the thing. Um, but that I think is an invaluable
1: exercise. I think that's great. And share it on our Facebook. If we, if it's, if we haven't said something and you come up with it, please put it on our, on our Facebook for us to look at something to, you know, um, that we may have missed and we'd love to hear it, but I love you giving exercises, homework for people. I think it helps us think. (laughs) And, you know, um, I that's
0: exactly that's great stuff
1: there so um well as you listen yeah, to this we'll get- as
0: well in case you haven't visited the facebook page we post the show every as we release it we post it on facebook as well so there'll be a post there that's associated with this episode and definitely as betsy suggested go and make additional comments there and i think collectively um in fact this it was friday now this show is going to go up tomorrow on saturday so i'll start that list off and um, and pull out the transcript mm-hmm. that that list of things that we spoke about so i think between okay. between all of us we can build that into into a nice i can't
1: list. wait to see it yeah that would be great yeah. i think and it'll be valuable for, for everyone for everyone listening and everyone who sees that you know um yeah it'll be a yeah, great little nugget out there
0: yeah and I think we can feed back in a couple of weeks as well and mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure we'll get some ideas that come from this that really no will doubt. elaborate into into extra things that we can do.
1: Perfect that's a great that's a great way to end
0: you're right. Perfect. Okay well thanks for listening everyone as uh, this is going to be episode number number 70 so head across to 90 for forecast podcast and or follow the podcast link on the menu this is going to be number 70 check out the Facebook page there's links to the Facebook page on the website as well but it's just 90 minute books on Facebook shoot us an email if you've got any questions as always to either podcast at 90 minute books or support at 90 minute books and that will come through to Betsy and I we will be able to feedback and follow up on those and as always the best way all of these exercises are great but the best thing you can really do is get your book written so we're here waiting to help and that's just the to get started links over at 90minutebooks.com. There you
1: go. That's awesome. Perfect. That's thanks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for your time, Betsy. Thanks, everyone, That's for nice. listening. And we'll catch you in the next one. Sounds good. Take care. Cheers, Betsy. Bye.